hosted by Mike, the big Mike. Mike. Hey, what's going on, Susanna, for Product of Hate? Hey, how you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, man. I gotta tell you, what a great job you did on this new record. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, no problem, man. You know, it's been five years since the last record, so I was kind of itching, but you gave us little previews here and there over the last couple of years with singles. Uh, is that like the new way of doing business today, is trying to get a little people interested by putting out some of the songs before the record comes out? Um, yeah, but we weren't planning on waiting that long to release a second record. Um, it just sucked. Like, we, we always... Every time we played a show, oh yeah, expect a record. We're planning on release day, 2018 summer. Didn't happen. Yeah. They were releasing. We planned a release in 2019. Didn't happen. It just didn't work out. So it just kept getting pushed. It was a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, well, the whole coronavirus thing didn't help either. You know, a lot of bands are sitting on material, hoping that they they can get out and tour, get on the road, and put their album out. But as soon as it keeps dragging on, you know, bands have been forced to release stuff earlier than they probably wanted to. Yeah, that's for sure. It's. If we would have released the album last year until, yeah, all that garbage happened. And it sucks releasing the album and not being able to tour with it. So, right, I, I know. guess so. It, it's been rough for everybody. I mean, hopefully, you know, here in New York, we got a few places that are going to start opening soon. I don't know if it's enough for bands actually, like, line up. You know, big tours and go out. It looks like it's going to be more of a one-off type of thing for the rest of this year. And are you seeing things getting any better where you are? Um, it's, I feel it's like starting to open up, but I don't know, it's weird. Um, a lot of bands aren't playing, but then you got a lot of like the locals that are playing now. Um, it's just kind of a weird, it's just weird, I don't know. It's, for bigger bands, I haven't seen any come through. And far as I know, they're not going to be here till like summer and the fall is like the scheduled stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, there is like live music being played, you know, at smaller bars and stuff. Yeah, hopefully you guys get back out on tour with everybody else. I mean, you were missing live music. Okay? Before this all happened, it was getting hard to get people out to show sometimes, especially in some of the smaller clubs and venues. It was always, ah, it's a weekday, I got work, I got this. I'm hoping that this taught people when a band comes to town to get out and go see them. Don't waste that opportunity. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like as soon as the music industry opens up, it's going to be like a floodgate. Everybody is just going to go nuts and start going to a bunch of shows. At least I'm really crossing my fingers that's what happens. That's what's going to happen because, yeah, we're, we're all itching to see live music. I had so many tickets to see bands last year, and it's like postponed. I'm like, damn it! I don't get to go out much, but when I do, I want to... Uh, yeah, so hopefully, you know, all this stuff kind of blows over we could get back to you know shows that people just take advantage of that situation right when it happens yeah i hope so you know looking back on the band i mean i don't know if it's more impressive like the growth between you know the first that uh, the unholy manipulated ep to this record or the fact that the same guys are in the band from the beginning i think that's even more impressive oh yeah yeah that's uh we get that a lot too um no lineup changes at all. We know each other very well. We all went to school with each other. Um, so, yeah, we got that history. But we get on each other's nerves, you know. It's like it's like, it's like married. you're married to four or five other dudes in a band. So, But they're great dudes. Um, and, yeah, 
it's like unheard of these days, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing, but I think it actually shows in the music because you guys know each other so well and you play off each other like that. You can hear the growth over the last two full rent records in the EP. I mean, this one, I hate to say this one blows anything out of the water before because they were all great, but you can hear like how far the band has come with this latest record. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, we definitely put our work into the second one, I feel, um, and it shows, and we know each other very well. We know what, um, it's like we know each other's taste or what we're trying to do, you know, we, we're all good about that stuff, and I feel the older we get, the better it gets, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, you look at the first EP, and you guys did it on your own, you know, you went independent, which like most bands do when they're getting started, and then you get signed to Nuclear Blast Records, and now you're kind of back to where you started, doing it on your own, but with, you know, with your own label this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, might as well try to do it ourselves, you know, I mean, I feel like a lot of our work, when we were on uh, Napalm, we had to do a lot of work on our own. It was a lot of like, you do it, you gotta do it. And if that's the case, or whatever, then why do we have the label? Like, why not just do it ourselves? Um, so, that's what we decided to do at this point. I mean, are labels today nothing more than just, you know, distribution outlets, maybe places that you can just get the album out to more places quickly? Because if you're doing it all on your own, really, what is the point of being on a label? That is, Honestly, I kind of think that way too. I think that uh, I feel I'm not 100, percent but to me it looks like that's all. Like labels are really good for doing these days. Like they have that good distribution and stuff. It's hard. There's certain things that are hard to get that the label has a hold of, and that's that's definitely a good benefit. Um, so it's just kind of it's a give and take. Like I feel that we've sold more albums in our first week now than we did when our first album came out. Now, is that because we built a, a little bit of a name for ourselves? I would like to think so. Um, it's just, I don't know. I feel like I put more hard work into this second album. Yeah. Is there a big learning curve with, you know, operating the label now, just not the band as a business? I mean, because maybe the stuff's involved with that you, that you haven't done before that the labels did take care of. So, is there a big learning curve in that? Um, say that again? You know, operating your own label is a little different than, you know, running the business. Oper- oh, us operating our label? Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I, to be honest, I really, uh, I haven't really worked with, like, the label part of it. Um, it's just kind of our thing. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I kind of get that. It's not like we're taking bands on or whatever and trying to help them get on tours or whatnot like that. It's just kind of our own thing for ourselves at at this point. Um, And I feel like it's working out pretty well. That's what I was going to ask you. If you were going to take on bands or it's just strictly, you know, for your band, you know, for Product of Hate, and that you answered that question. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I go back to that unholy video, the manipulator video, I mean, it blows me away. I mean, 10 minutes of complete mayhem. I mean, what you guys did with that back at that time, when the band was kind of getting started, was beyond, I think, what any other band would have done for a video. I mean, it was like a professional Hollywood-directed video. That seems like such a taken to put on for the, like one of your first videos. Yeah, that was, uh, it was crazy, actually, when we were told that 
we could do a video with Ashley Lawrence and Robert Kurtzman and his crew. Um, I have to thank James on for that one, um, for sure. And that was definitely, I'll never forget that weekend. That was a blast, to say the least. But, yeah. Wow, yeah. I mean, if you do something like that, do you try to compete with it with every other video you do? What are you just going to say? You know, we got to do something, you know, <laughs> a little simple at this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's crazy. I'd love to do another video like that. Something crazy with, like, effects and gore. I'm all about that stuff, though. Yeah, it is great. I mean, lyrically, the band could be all over the place. If you look at the albums and the songs... It's not like you stick to one specific theme. Is there a lot of thought process into what you're writing about, or is it just kind of what hits you at the time when the music comes out for the song? I guess it's just, we don't really, like, we don't try to keep, like, the, the same sound that we do. It's just, that's just what we do. That's who we are. It's just our style of writing, I guess. It's not like we go for a specific sound exactly. It's just, if Cody comes up with this riff and he really likes it, he's going to present it, you know? Same thing with Gene or whatnot. Um, it's not like we're trying to be what people say, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would classify us as, as just like straight, just heavy metal, thrash metal. I mean, we're, we're honestly, we're kind of in all those categories, I feel. So it's just, we just write. We write what we like, what we feel at the time, and whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah. does getting kind of lumped into one specific genre hurt the band because when people try to describe music like well you know those guys are new metal the thrash metal the death metal I mean metal to me is just metal I mean it's different sounds and styles but when you kind of lump people into like a certain category I think it makes it harder for them to get traction sometimes yeah it can because if they're primarily known for that certain genre or something I don't know it's, it's I can see exactly where you're coming from um, yeah to me metal is metal i know that i see there's i see their reasoning like for the styles you know what i mean like you got stuff that's really fast or more higher pitched screaming and they call that thrash metal yeah. and whatnot you know they got the really low i can't understand it's really hard you know take chugging there you go you got your death metal but yeah in all in all honesty it's just it's fucking metal yeah absolutely and I think you guys prove that more than anybody else when you look at the covers that you do. I mean, the Cult of Personality on the new one, I mean, Ozzy, Motley Crue, these are bands that people wouldn't expect, you know, probably to hate the clay. And you guys own it when you do it. And you can see, like, you know, where your heart lies with the music. Yeah, um, it's, we just try to, when we do the covers, I guess we kind of push our limits, that's for sure, at least with me. Terry Mason really pushed my limits there. That was probably the hardest song for me to do and to, to overcome that challenge. I mean, to try to try to do anything remotely of an Ozzy song is like, gosh, I really hope I don't botch this. <laughs> like, you don't botch an Ozzy song. Only Ozzy so, does that. <laughs> yeah, when we were in the studio, they're like, it was my turn to get up there. And, uh, you know, first song in, they're like, well, what do you want to do for the first song? I was like, let's do the hardest shit first. I'm going to do Perry Mason because hitting those high notes is tough. And if I'm screaming for like an hour or two and then I have to go and try to record that, it's going to sound like garbage. Yep. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been the cult of personality because Corey Glover is, you know, his voice is just uh, incredible. And they try to, you know, 
I can't say duplicate it because you don't duplicate it, but try to like do your version of that. That seemed to me would have been the hardest challenge. That was another hard challenge. <laughs> I want to say those are equally as tough. Honestly, I hate doing that song live. <laughs> I hate it, but the guys all like it. Like everybody in the band, I think besides Mark. I think Mark's the only other one that's really in the, like on the fence with this song. But they're all like, dude, we love this song. Me personally, I don't know. I always feel I can do better with what I do. And I think all the personality, I'm surprised we got as much feedback as we did because I thought I didn't do that great of a job. No, you did. It sounds great. You kind of own that song. It's hard to take a, a cover song of somebody else's music and make it your own. And you guys have done that, yeah. I think, with all of them. We, that's, that's what I try to stick to with the formula. It's like, I'm not trying to sound exactly like the person that I'm covering. If I'm going to cover a song, I'd rather cover the song but still put my flavor on it, you know? Like, make it a product of hate song. There's a lot of bands that will do a cover song and sound exactly like that band that they covered. And yeah. it's like, dude, you nailed it, but it, I could just listen to the original. Um, I guess what would be, you know, the only cool thing about it is you get to hear, like, the more new, like, instruments, like all the guitars and stuff, and the tones being so much better nowadays than then. But, yeah, I don't know. I just try to make it yeah. Making my, giving my flavor, um, and that's pretty much how I do it. Yeah. Believe me, cult personality took a lot of takes. Yeah, you would never know, but that's, you know, that's a, the professionalism behind it. You know, yeah. if, if you kind of go back to the beginning, did it take a while to get traction going with the band? I mean, it wasn't until like 2016 the record came out on Napalm. Before that, you guys were releasing singles and doing it on your own, but did, was it like a, a slow progression to get to where you were, or was it meant to be that way? Um, it was just a slow progression, I guess. I would, I guess that's the way I feel about it. Um, I still feel like I've, I'm not progressed where I would like to be. Um, I feel like I should be a lot farther ahead, uh, but I'm happy with what I got. That's for sure. Very thankful to be as, as far as I, I've made it till now. Um, but we just bust our ass. That's that's the name of the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys got to... torn like crazy, you know, before this happened. You guys want one tour after the other. I mean, it goes to show that there's a demand out there. It just kind of got put on hold for everything, you know, in the last two years. Oh, yeah, for sure. We were just starting to, like, really get our name out there. When you go on a tour and nobody knows you, who you are whatsoever, and let's say the Allegiant tour, no one knew who we were. Even the Legion was like, I didn't know who you guys are. I couldn't find your music online to hear you guys. <laughs> I'm like, really? It sucks. A lot of the fans said the same thing. They're like, didn't know who you were. Couldn't find your music online. I'm like, yeah, of course. Um, so we had to get something out. But so going from playing tour a tour where nobody knew who you were to like two tours in, well, when you're on tour with like Hammer Fight or something, and you're running into people like, oh, I saw you on Mushroom Head Tour. Awesome. That is so good to hear that. Like, our, So you, we got a fan here. <laughs> and they bring more people. So it's nice to be noticed each each time we come around. But we have played the East Coast quite a bit. So No, I know. 
I mean, you know, back in the day, you know, before the internet, you know, bands had to make their bones playing live. That was the only way people would know who you were. You put out a demo tape, you're hoping you get signed to a label. Then the internet comes around and it makes everything available with the click of a button. Do you feel the internet is still the quickest and easiest way to enlarge your fan base? Or do you think it happens like you said, by going out on tour and people saying, I saw you on the tour before, I saw you, you know, I'll show you did it last year. Does it come more from the live performance and getting out there and being, you know, in front of the fans, or does it happen through the internet today? Um, so, what you're saying is, do you think that there are more bands getting their, getting more noticed by the streaming rather than, like, the live people, like putting out CDs and touring? Yeah. Um, it's a tough question, because... I don't, I still, like, there's so many bands that I've never heard of that I'm coming across every day and that have been around as long as we have. So it's like, even with streaming, there's still so much music. Either there, it's like, there's just so many people playing music now than there was then, which that is also probably the case. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. I want to say it does, but... At the same time, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the bit the music business is definitely a hell of a lot better then than it is now for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's. I, I, in all honesty, play shows. It, yeah, that'll probably still be the best way to get yourself out there. Because if you think about it, if you're running an ad on Facebook. Not everybody is going to like that. And to be honest, everybody is going to go off of, oh, your cover art sucks. I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> oh, okay, you're an idiot, but right on, dude. Or, oh, you know, this band is, they're all right. It's just another cookie-cutter metal band, whatever. But now you play a live show, and they see us live, they're hooked. Yeah. Regardless of our sound, because of our stage performance, we bust our ass on it. You know, we pour it all to the crowd. Because I don't like to go to a metal show and see the guys that I've waited all night for just stand there. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm all about getting in their faces. I want to make them remember who I am. Um, and I think the live, yeah, is the best way to get your band out there. We've gotten a lot more fans. I feel that way than like. Oh, new band product of hate releasing Buried in Violence. You get a lot of that clickbait shit. Yeah, that's the way the world is today. But, I mean, the new record's been out about a month now. I mean, how do you feel about it? I mean, do, you, do you, like, really pay attention to the reviews, what people say? Because people just say stuff today that get other people's skin and they irritate them. They don't really listen to records or, or give it the full review that it deserves. They just want to irritate people, in my opinion. So do you kind of take it into what they say or do you just don't even pay attention to the reviews? I like to know the reviews. I'm like, all right, what did they say? Regardless if it's bad or good, because um, if it's bad, it could be comical, you know? I've had somebody say, in a re or, you know, just, oh, Adam looks like the angry cat or whatever the hell that cat is called, that picture or whatever, and I looked at the picture and I was like, damn it, I do. They got me. <laughs> Grumpy cat, that's it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but... I don't pay no attention to, like, if anybody doesn't like us or that's their opinion. I don't care. I don't expect everybody to love our shit. Um, but I do love to get those good reviews and read those. That helps. Um, 
And I feel this record, definitely, we've got way more positive reaction than we did off the first one. So I think that says something. Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. When you hear something that you don't like or you disagree with, does it affect the way you approach music for the next record? You say, well, you know, that guy was saying that maybe we're too harsh with this or we're too soft on that. Does it affect the songwriting as, you know, you progress to the next record based on what somebody no. said on the previous album? No, I wouldn't think so. No, I don't say so at all. I, I continue to just, I write what I feel is the, the best way to do it, I guess. Like, what I feel is right. I'm not going to go, oh, you know what? He screams too much. Like, he has too much high screaming. And he needs to tone it down. Unless, like, 90% of people are saying that, then I would tone it down. But if I'm only getting one or two comments about a way certain you know, me overusing something or doing something different. I'm just going to go, I'm going to keep doing me. Yeah. Um, and I believe me, I got four other guys in the band and we do all sort of different ways of approaching the song. And so if I have a certain way, I'm like, yeah, I really like this. I want to do it. They're like, no, dude, it sucks. Don't do it. Then I'll be like, well, fuck me. I guess uh, you're right then. I'm not going to do it because if everybody else says it sucks, it must suck. Is it important to have that check and balance system in place between all the band members? Yeah, you gotta be real. You gotta give yourself that, or give everybody that bit of criticism. But, like, I guess, you know, it, as long as it's, like, equally balanced out, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I, I, you're, people, I feel like you're always gonna get, like, that arguing or something, or somebody not agreeing with the other person like no dude I don't know I don't think that I should do it this way I think I should do it this way I mean in the end it gets figured out and you know that's that's what it's gonna be we, we it's all for the good you know we want the song structure to sound great we, you know we want it to be we want it to be good we're picky and I guess there's nothing wrong with being picky so no, nothing wrong at all with that. You know, I'm not going to keep it. I know you got these things going on all day today and tomorrow, but the new record, I mean, what an amazing job you did. You brought this war. Where's the best place for people to pick the album up now with your label? Can it be bought anywhere? Is Bandcamp the main uh, site? You could go on Bandcamp, yeah, and you can go on Amazon, carries it. Um, as for, like, the physical copy, that's all I know of so far. Uh, we have a couple, like, uh, I think there is a record store holding seat. Oh man, I don't want to say it because I don't want to be wrong. Anyways, <laughs> it'd be out by us. Anyways, it's local. Um, but yeah, CD Baby and uh, or Bandcamp um, and Amazon. So that's probably the best way to get her album. Uh, you can stream it. You can stream it anywhere on pretty much anything like. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, or I mean Amazon Music or Pandora, all that stuff. That's a beautiful thing. You got anything planned for this year? Is there anything like cooking that you can talk about, or are you just waiting to see how things go? We're just going to wait and see how things go. We're just going to continue busting our butts here. We're actually writing, so why not write new music on the downtime? Absolutely. Uh, well, listen, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again. I'm hoping that you can get back to New York area, you know, sometime this year. If not, I'll catch you the next time you're in town, like always. All right. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I very much appreciate it. Thank you, Adam. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.